So there I was. I woke up with a heavy case of amnesia in the middle of nowhere. The only clue to my past is Harry's name and address inside this hat. So I made my way to the apartment, and that's when I found you and your stapler gun. Stop talking! You're a hallucination! You're a hallucination. So you're a talking Pikachu with no memories who's addicted to caffeine. I can stop whenever I want. These are just choices. Another round, extra shot, black as night. Thank you, sweetie. I don't know. Maybe Harry got in too deep. Mixed up the wrong crowd, that kind of thing. Look, you can talk to humans. I can talk to Pokemon. And if you want to find your pops, we're going to need each other. No, I don't need a Pokemon. What about a world-class detective? Hey guys, welcome to Backlot Review, an official part of the Backlot Podcast Network. I'm your host, Steven Saria, and I'm joined by my co-host, Nick Sarmiento. What, we, what happened? Like, no, I'm just, I was just laughing. Like, I can't believe that they came out with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, general thoughts uh, on the movie. So I've been looking forward to this movie since the second that it was announced, and they said that Ryan Reynolds was going to play Pikachu. <laughs> or that Ryan Reynolds was involved. I don't remember which came first. Yeah, but <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for a while. And I just want to say that my expectations were met and probably exceeded, I'm not going to lie. Like, I actually really enjoyed my time with this movie. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and I know that we kind of talked about this like way before it came out. We kind of talked about it like jokingly. But I'm interested to see like how you felt because I know that you always used to kind of like laugh at the idea of this movie and stuff. But this was a game. This is like this was originally a game that was only released in Japan. So it's mm-hmm. not like this is the first iteration of Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it just because like the movie, this movie is fully aware of what it is. This movie is fully aware that like, yo, our story's not going to be that great, but we're going to give you like what you know, what people love, which is the Pokemon. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was awesome as Pikachu. I saw that some people were like, oh, I couldn't get over that it was the Deadpool voice. But I was like, man, this is hilarious. Pikachu is super funny. I think also maybe, be you know, we're going to be people that like it way more just because, you know, I grew up watching Pokemon a lot. I, I don't know if you did. Did you watch Pokemon when you were younger and play Pokemon? Yeah, so growing up, I was an absolute Pokemon fanatic. I mean, still to this day, I play every single Pokemon game that releases. Um, I grew up watching the TV show. Um, I did have several like of the cards growing up, so I mm-hmm. am very nostalgic towards Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like I'm coming at this film like strictly on a film basis. Like I'm trying to put all my nostalgia aside, which is kind of hard. But judging this film as just a movie it's not bad at all yeah the world first of all the world building in this movie is really good uh you know they they also did a great creating these pokemon because you know we could easily see how you could that up if you just look at sonic uh, uh how I, yeah disgusting he looks uh, i was gonna, <laughs> so. gonna use that as a easy it is to mess up visual effects on 2d animated characters because, man, Sonic looks really, really bad. Like, yeah. Sonic has to be, honestly, one of the worst video <laughs> game characters that have been transitioned into film. I would say, like, the only one worse than that that I've seen 
is any character from the Mar- the Super Mario Brothers movie. Because that's just like <laughs> a special kind. That's just like a special kind of trash. But yeah. more recently, I guess Sonic would be probably the worst. Yeah. So Rob Letterman directed Detective Pikachu. He's done, let's see what other movies he's done. He's done Goosebumps. He's a Gulliver's Travels, Monsters vs. Aliens, and Shark Tale. He so did just. He did Monsters vs. Aliens? Yes. Yes. It's actually not a bad movie. He also did Shark Tale. So. <laughs> okay, okay. Say what, you, say what you will about Shark Tale, but I actually enjoy Shark Tale. For some reason, I don't know why. I'm not sure why I enjoy it so much, but like Shark Tale will be on. I actually saw it the other day. If Shark Tale is on TV and there's like nothing else to watch, I'll sit and happily watch Shark Tale. It's not the worst I, movie in the world. I remember watching Shark Tale in the theater. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> me too. It's not terrible. Oh, obviously, it's not great, but... Yeah. So, so he did Gulliver's Travels, which is whatever. Not good. Uh, and Goosebumps. I actually haven't seen Goosebumps. It looks pretty trash. No, it's not. It's enjoyable. Goosebumps, is, it's, it's like a solid... It's a kid movie. It's a solid kid movie. Like, Isn't there a new one coming out? I think it came out already. I haven't... Didn't see it. Really? So well, okay. Yeah. So Rob Letterman at least kind of had ha- has made you know some good movies, I guess. But so yeah, just going back to Detective Pikachu, I think that what makes this movie shine is the way the Pokemon look. I think they did an amazing job at making these Pokemon Absolutely. like because they made them. They still looked cartoonish, but they also looked lifelike. At the same time. And I think they pulled off that like perfect balance. Mm-hmm. You know, what else? What else? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds was awesome as Pikachu just because, you know, we never really had, you know, you don't really have a ever attached to this Pokemon. You mm-hmm. know? So I think putting Ryan Reynolds, it was just, it was, it, I don't know. It just felt it just right. It just works. Yeah, it just because of, of Reynolds' charisma. Although I would say, if I had to pick any other actor to play uh, Pikachu besides Ryan Reynolds, because Ryan Reynolds would never have been my first choice, um, I gotta go with Danny DeVito. And I know it's like a big, oh. I know he's like a big meme, but <laughs> but honestly, I don't. Honest to God, I think I would have gone with Danny DeVito, um, just because <laughs> I think the. <laughs> The contrast between his voice and the Pikachu works so well, especially <laughs> in like a noir detective setting. Um, uh-huh. It would have been it would have been great. I don't know if it would have worked out as well, you know, judging off of what happened in the end of the movie, which we'll get to later. Oh, by the way, spoilers <laughs> for Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. I gotta put yeah, that out there. because I, I was about to spoil the ending. Um, this is going to be filled with spoilers for Detective Pikachu. So if you haven't seen Detective Pikachu and you want to see it, go watch it and then come back and listen. If you don't care, then just continue listening, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess since we're in spoilers already, let's just say it now. Ryan Reynolds is the dad at the end of yeah. Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is the kid's dad. <laughs> um, who was transferred, who had his <laughs> consciousness transferred into his pikachu's body by by Mewtwo, Mewtwo. yeah which is why he can speak to his son or why his son can understand him although no one else can when ryan reynolds came out as a kid's dad like i don't know what i expected like i had the surprise pikachu meme face on <laughs> yeah. when that happened yeah so like, did i i was <laughs> i was, was just like yo what so 
it was so obvious, but at the same time, like there was no, like there was, there was no other way that they could have done that. Yeah. It's just like, what do you expect? Like, yeah, like I saw this, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then I was like, I mean, he did voice the fucking character. So, yeah. Like, what are they going to go with another actor voiced by Ryan Reynolds? By like, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That would just be insane. But, like, I laughed. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't oh, bad. Oh, so did I. I it's, it's not that it was a bad twist. It was just like, like, was, I literally, like, was, yeah. It like, was just I Ryan don't Reynolds. know what I expected. Like, it was just Ryan Reynolds. Just <laughs> pretty funny, um, honestly. <laughs> so, I think overall, I think we could agree the plot of this movie is definitely like the weakest part of the film. It's not anything, you know, <laughs> groundbreaking or spectacular, right? Yeah. Like, if you think about the plot too much, you'll start coming up with some plot holes. But this isn't the, the movie's not going for for that. It's not trying to be super plot heavy. Mm-hmm. Um you could tell that it, they put all their their uh, money and investment into making you connect and making you believe that this is a world inhabited by Pokemon and that Pokemon and humans live together. And I totally 100% bought that on screen. This really did look like a world where Pokemon and humans have lived together for years, um, mm-hmm. like in harmony. And not, I did not like not believe it for one second. It felt so organic to me. I don't know. I'm sure you feel the same way. It just felt organic. Yeah, I just... It, it looked like, I don't know. Yeah, like this world was just, <laughs> it just seemed like Pokemon and people lived together. And I think that's also it felt a lived in. It yeah, felt it felt lived, lived in. in. I think it's also a credit to how the Pokemon look. I just, yeah, they didn't, they also didn't really make them act out of character to how they would act as regular Pokemon. They just, mm-hmm. you know, they just made them look real. I agree. To me, my favorite part in the movie, well, my two favorite parts in the movie were the mime, the Mr. Mime scene. That was a great scene. Yes, I, I like the Mr. That Mime scene. And when Ryan Reynolds is singing the Pokemon song and he's crying. Well, Pikachu is singing it and he's crying. That, when he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that got the biggest laugh out of me. But that makes me think, does that mean that the Pokemon show exists like in this movie's universe? Because okay. I think it was established in this movie that this is the same YouTube from... Uh, the first Pokemon games from Red and yeah, Blue. Yeah, because they say that he 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 escaped like 20 years ago. Yeah, so I don't know if they're referring to the games or if they're referring to the show. Or the movie. Um, or the movie, yeah, yes. Yeah. I don't, it hasn't been established yet, but what we do know is that connecting this to something else, like in the Pokemon mm-hmm. universe. But that makes me think, like, does the show exist in this movie? Like, is, is Ash? Ash yeah, yeah, is Ash like a fictional character in this movie as well? Uh, and is Red you play as in the first pokemon games is he a real character because i'm pretty sure that they show red on screen for like a second or is ash a real person in this universe yeah i mean we don't know i'm I'm actually really excited to see what comes next because i think they greenlit a sequel already um but um, i am genuinely excited to see what comes next yeah detective pikachu i think opened the weekend up at 58 million dollars domestically in the u.s so that's pretty solid you know it's still number two though i think right in the box office yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah and it couldn't be endgame but endgame just keeps on going yeah so far worldwide uh as of wednesday may 15th detective pikachu has made 170 million dollars worldwide on a budget Um, of 150 million so if we take into account marketing which isn't included in the budget i'll say that they've almost broken even yeah they're probably there this movie is gonna make profit i will say though i would have expected it to do a little bit better 
I didn't expect Endgame to have like this much of an impact still. I would have thought yeah, that Endgame would have I died agree. off a little bit. It's going to be a little bit tougher to hit to break Avatar's record. I think Endgame right now is at 2.4 and Avatar's uh, st- uh, topped off at 2.7. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is going to be an uphill battle from here on out. We'll see if, if it can do it. I'm still don't think it's going to it's going to hit Avatar. I hope it does. I, it I don't will. think it will. Though. As of right well, now. Avengers Endgame is at $2.5 billion worldwide. Oh, it went up. It went up from yesterday. Oh, well, back to Detective but, Pikachu. Yeah. What I will Wait, say... What are you going to say real quick? That, yeah, Detective Pikachu, what makes this movie great, and I'm going to keep saying it, is that this movie is aware of what it was. It didn't, care. It didn't care about making a nice plot and like laying stuff out. It didn't also, it really also didn't have to explain the world of Pokemon to us, really? You go, yeah, this movie goes like, tr- like, hand- treats its audience um, as if the audience already knows, like, base has basic knowledge in Pokemon. Because, yeah, Pokemon is one of the biggest, like, intellectual properties in the world i think it is i think it is the biggest intellectual property in the world right now yeah so i mean come on everyone knows what pokemon are you know everyone knows who pikachu is like you don't really need to know what pokemon is but you know who pikachu is you you understand that oh it's a pokemon like this is you know okay so pokemon is the highest grossing media franchise of all time at 90 billion do you want to guess do you want to guess what number two is? Honestly, I don't know. Harry Potter or something. Let's No, Harry Potter's not even in the top ten. Jesus, what's number two? Oh, Hello Kitty. Oh wow. Yeah. At 80 billion. I'm gonna give you the top ten right now just because this is a pretty cool list. It's Pokemon number one, followed by Hello Kitty, Winnie the Pooh, Mickey Mouse and Friends, Star Wars, um, and Pen Man. I don't know if I mispronounced that. It's a manga. Disney Princess, Mario, and then um Shonen Jump. And then the MCU is is right underneath it, uh, followed by Harry Potter, followed by Spider Man. It's a pretty interesting <clears> list. List. So a lot of uh, a Japanese influence on this list. You have Hello Kitty, Pokemon, and mm-hmm. Pen Man, Mario, and Shonen Jump. That's five of the top ten. That's mm-hmm. a cool little list. Back to your point, I think this movie, yeah, plays off the strength that it doesn't. A movie like this is super easy to mess up when they take themselves too seriously. Like I like to use the Fast and the Furious and Transformers as a a perfect example for these where if you look at the fast and furious franchise it works so well because they don't take themselves serious at all they just go batshit crazy 24 7 and they try to one-up themselves every time but the way that the dialogue is written and uh the way that characters interact and the way they play off each other you could tell that they know that this isn't well, except for like Vin Diesel. They know that this isn't like a serious action, dramatic action franchise. Whereas if you look at the Transformers franchise, where Michael Bay just constantly tries to convey these um darker and more mature themes in ways that they don't really hit. You look at Bumblebee, just like the contrast between how Michael Bay directs these movies and how... Who's the director of Bumblebee? Was it James Wan who directed Bumblebee? I don't know. I'll look that up for you. We'll continue. Where if you look how uh, Travis Knight, it was Travis Knight, I'm sorry. If you look how Travis Knight directs it, where Bumblebee kind of, it's a little bit more fun. You can kind of see like how easy it is to kind of mess up a movie who doesn't really know how to handle its tone. And I think that this film handled its tone uh, in a satisfying manner. I will say though that the, the, the ditto in this movie when it turned into a human, that sh- that was terrifying. <laughs> like I like I think that's like it, it's a legitimately frightening scene if you're like a little kid, because those dittos like were like were pretty unnerving. Like they looked really really weird. Yeah, the eyes were a little creepy, but they did a good job. Like so, it's okay. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't. No, yeah. I, like, I I'm not like saying it as a negative. Well, maybe you 
Yeah, you probably would. Maybe. It depends on the kid, I guess. Yeah, like, I'm not saying it as um, a negative. Like, I thought the design was really cool. It was just fucking horrifying. What did you think of Mewtwo? I liked Mewtwo. I mean, I always liked Mewtwo. Well, I mean, the movie opens with Mewtwo. Like, he's literally... I think he's, like, first thing yeah. you see in the movie. But I liked Mewtwo. Um, he was true to the character. I thought he was... I thought his voice acting was pretty good. Very mysterious. Yeah. Um, I, I liked his involvement in the movie, and I thought his role... I thought he was going to have a, a, a smaller role, judging off of the um, the trailers. Obviously, you know, he barges in on the... I thought he was just going to be like kind of like a tease. Yeah. But he was pretty important in the movie. Or very important. I thought Mewtwo was pretty cool, too. I just really... Like, I'm trying to think of negative things to say about this movie, and I really can't. Just because... Like, this movie you can't take serious. Like, it's a fun... It's just a fun movie. I will say, though, some of, like, the supporting characters are kind of just pointless. The girl, uh, I forget her name, in the movie, yeah. she's <laughs> kind of... A, yeah, like, she's just a very pointless character. Um, is it Lucy? Is it Lucy Stevens? Uh, yes, it is Lucy Stevens. Yes. Okay. By Catherine... Played by Catherine Newton. Um, It's just... Yeah, like, her character is kind of pointless, but... I mean, other than that, like, it's really it. Justice Smith, who plays Tim Goodman, the main character... I thought he was fine. Yeah, he does a fine job. Like, I think he's a good actor, but this... I don't think this is a movie where you display your acting chops, really. This is kind of (laughs) just... Yeah. (laughs) You kind of just collect your paycheck and have fun. If you're... If you you grew up, like, a fan of Pokemon, I feel like this is, like, perfect role for you yeah i think yeah i think if you grew up liking pokemon you would not hate this dude dude justice smith was in jurassic world fallen kingdom which is weird because i literally just tweeted about that movie like literally right before we started this podcast do you not remember him being in that movie i i I don't remember anything in that movie um yeah 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 he's in that movie he's in that movie who is he but uh, he's the it's like not the scientist, but he works. Oh, for, yeah. yeah. He looks. He looks different though. With- yeah, yeah, he does. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like this movie was just yeah, have fun, collect your check, and that's really it. Like, it, it's, yeah, like, do you think this is the best video game movie of all time? Yes, but that's not like a super high bar. <laughs> I'd say um, before this, it was probably like the newest Tomb Raider, of which came out last year. Yeah, early last year. Um, mm-hmm. And even then, that wasn't a good movie. It was like super average. A movie is really average when you waste Walton Goggins. Um, and that movie did waste Walton Goggins. Um, this was better, however, than Tomb Raider. Um, but yeah. you're right about like the point about like the human characters. So I just really didn't care about any of the human stuff like going on. Um, mm-hmm. Like I really, honestly, really didn't care about any of that stuff. But when the Pokemon were on screen, I was just so engrossed into what was going on um i thought the torterra scene was honestly really really cool um when they're in the gardens yeah and like the gardens are kind of like shifting and stuff i th- I was surprised to see bill nye in the movie he mm-hmm. was uh howard clifford like the old one um yeah. i think bill nye is a great actor he wasn't given much to work with here but um he did a good job with what he was given um mm-hmm. i thought ken watanabe was fine i guess you didn't like him and he was fine he was in the movie for like two minutes he's also like like has that scene where he tells tim he's like he's like tim i didn't want to have to show you this yeah and then he like turns on the tv which is like conveniently already like on that one scene of the tape where his father gets (laughs) into the crash yeah like oh okay uh which whatever it's just like a minor nitpick but i mean 
like I said, the human stuff was all fine. It was whatever. It was passable. Tim was the best part of that because of his relationship with Pikachu, which felt very organic. Um, I mm-hmm. liked seeing how that friendship developed up until the big reveal. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, the main draw of this film is if you like Pokemon and you have some sort of background knowledge in Pokemon, you're going to like this movie because they treat their Pokemon with respect. Pretty much it. Like, And I, I think do- that's the main thing. I do have a question, though. So at the end of the movie, Pikachu can't talk anymore, right? Correct. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah, just... because Mewtwo transferred his dad's consciousness, but now he separated them. So Pikachu's back to just being like... Where did his dad's you know? body go? I don't know, actually. I don't think... <laughs> That's a good point. I'm assuming that Mewtwo just like kind of like preserved it somewhere. <laughs> Mewtwo preserved it. No, Mewtwo created another. Oh. He just, he, yeah, his dad wasn't actually Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he just became Ryan Reynolds after. Um, but yeah, like there's just like if you ask yourself questions about stuff like that, like, yeah, the movies be as great. But I think the movie is just it doesn't care. The movie cared to show people Pokemon in this world of Pokemon, because yeah. I think like I would have never expected a live action Pokemon movie ever. Me neither, actually. And I think that that when they did announce it, I was so down on it just because, you know, the reputation of video game movies. But mm. after this, I honestly hope that they continue to make more live action Pokemon movies. I mean, dude, is this the setup to the Super Smash Bros. Cinematic Universe? I mean, I mean hey, hey, it could happen. And it it'll could probably be, it'll probably be better than DC's. I mean, hey, man. Sorry, DC fans. I don't know if you noticed uh, the end. Did you see the end credit scene? There's no end credit scene. Yeah, there is the end credit scene where Nick Fury comes in and he asks Pikachu <laughs> if he if he wants to be part of a team that they're assembling. I'm here um, to talk to you about the Smash Bros. Initiative. Yeah, someone sent us that on Twitter, and I found it really funny. <laughs> but actually, but actually, now that you mention like the end credits, I thought the the credit sequence was fucking awesome. I loved it seeing them as video game characters. Mm-hmm. It was it was awesome oh, my my cousin actually texted me he saw it a little bit after me um he told me he, like he's a he was a huge pokemon fan growing up and he told me he had the, the biggest smile on his face during that end credit scene and i did too i think that was a huge uh yeah. kind of nod to the video games um mm-hmm. to kind of like connect with like strictly video game players it was all i loved it it was this movie was far better than it had any right to be. Oh, 100%. Hold up. Did you uh, did you get the trading cards that they were giving out? Theater giving I did. out the... Yeah. I did. I got Pikachu and Jigglypuff. I got Pikachu yeah. and Morlo, or whatever it's called. I can't pronounce it properly. The Pokemon that heal Pikachu in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, see, like, I don't know, like, the movie, it was fun. Like, they made it fun. They gave out the trading cards. They... You know, they were, they made this kind of, not an event, but you know, it was nostalgia. It was, it was nostalgic. They, they made it, you know, Hey, this is what you love. So come enjoy it. It was just a good movie. <laughs> Honest to God. It was just, it was just a, a good movie. Like, do you, I mean, do you think I, we're getting sequels? You said that we were right. Yeah. I believe they already green, uh, green lit a sequel. Although I, I mean, I yeah, would I say that maybe my biggest complaint or not my biggest but more about the pokemon was that i felt like at some points we kept seeing the same pokemon in the background like i felt like yeah. i kept seeing charmanders and growlits and, yeah and, um like like those basic not basic but those gen one gen pokemon one that everyone pokemon. loves what i guess it kind of makes sense 
that they would be in a huge city because, you know, people do love them. And I feel like they would be like the least likely to cause like huge damage. Mm hmm. Um, but I just wish at some point we got to see some more variety, but I'm saying that when I say that I sound like a spoiled rich kid, because we saw a shit ton of Pokemon in this movie. <laughs> I just wish like we kind of saw more, you know, but yeah. I mean, Hey, but if they now have that a sequel, I, we will. Yeah. But now that I mentioned Ryan city really quick, um, Ryan city looked really, really, really good. Like it looked, it would really looked fantastic. Yeah. It's like, like they have the, the world in this movie. They did an excellent job. Like they, they a plus for them on creating this world. Absolutely. Like I, um, yeah. Rhyme city looked, Rhyme city looked nice. Rhyme city looked nice, especially, you know, that's a movie that I feel like you could watch back and you could just catch a bunch of stuff in the background and just Pokemon references in general. Uh, but yeah, they did a really good job on that. on making that city. Like, it was dope. I do think, though, or I hope that in the future, if they do plan to make sequels, I hope they treat this series or this new live action franchise like an anthology where each film is about a different uh, trainer or character in this world. Um, mm -hmm. Because it looks like Tim's story was wrapped up pretty nice. Yeah, I don't really I don't really want another movie where I'm following Tim and, <coughs> and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, through their detective work you know i want to see other facets of this world i want to see other cities i want to see mm -hmm. trainers um i want to see more i just want to see more of this world i don't want to just be confined to the same characters in the same settings so treat this if you're going to go forward with this treat this like an anthology i think that's yeah. the best way to handle this franchise right now yeah 100 percent um i mean i'm gonna be honest i don't i don't really have much to say left about detective pikachu do you I don't really have much to say anymore either. Just that it was it was done with care and understanding to the source material, and uh, like they follow through. And it was actually pretty like true to Pokemon uh, lore wise, like Psyduck's headaches, uh, the fire oh, yeah. on uh, on Charizard's tail. It was pure. This was purely made for Pokemon fans. Like this was like a love letter to fans. Um, and while it had its faults, like we said earlier, the good of this movie makes up for the fault. Yeah, I like. I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I would honestly, maybe not in theaters, just because mm -hmm. we have John Wick coming out and Godzilla coming out right after. Dude, don't forget Aladdin, though. Jeez. <laughs> How can I forget Aladdin after that? It was disgusting. <laughs> How can you make Prince Ali boring? Like the song. How can you make the song boring? I guess Will Smith is <laughs> no, the way to do it. But I enjoyed it. Um, if you guys are on the fence about Detective Pikachu, if you guys have any sort of background knowledge on Pokemon, if you guys are Pokemon fans, go watch Detective Pikachu. Um, I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. It's a, It really is an enjoyable movie. And I think it's Rotten Tomato score is lower than it should be. Like right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so that's, I agree. Oh, it's at 71. Yeah, I guess that's all right. Was that audience score or critic score? Good question. Okay, it's that's critic score is at 64. That's a little too low. I think. I think a 70 is fine. Okay. I think yeah. a 70 is fine for this. Um, It's audience score is at 84. So that's about right. But yeah. I mean, yeah, those are basically all my thoughts I mean, on, on Detective Pikachu. Do you have any <laughs> last minute things to say? Uh, I guess the last thing I have to say... Is that Gyarados was super dope in this movie? Oh yeah, he was um, awesome. And that's yeah, and that's and that's pretty much it. Like yeah, go see Detective Pikachu. This is a fun movie. It's a fun like lighthearted movie. You know, it's not so serious. It's not. It's just a fun movie to watch. You're gonna have fun if you watch it. You know.
Agreed. I agree. So that just about wraps it up for this week's episode. Um, stay tuned next week because uh, next week we're going to have two episodes coming out. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking about what well, one is going to be dedicated to the end. The series finale is next week. So we're just going to be discussing what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it and what we think Game of Thrones' legacy is going to be uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to be talking about John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum, which after Endgame is honestly probably... Uh, my most anticipated movie of the year and it has a 95 percent on rotten tomatoes right now with 66 reviews i don't know if you knew that yeah i saw it's pretty it's pretty crazy so i'm actually really looking forward to, to that movie so we have some good stuff coming out um yeah. so check out our website our website is officially launched uh inside backlot.com uh follow us on twitter at inside backlot and shoot us an email at inside the backlot at gmail.com uh, let us know what you think about the website, uh, Twitter, and our podcast. Let us know if there's things that you think can be changed for the better. And just general feedback. You know, All feedback is uh, appreciated. And I think that's all. Thank you guys. Hope you guys enjoy. <laughs>